0: Yo 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 yo! What up? What up? What up? It's your girl V Henny, man. You already know the vibes. Welcome to the artistry where we talk shit about music, entertainment, and the everyday struggles. And you know how we do, man. We always have a dope guest in the building, man. We have the talented, gifted social media influencer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. We have King clairvoyant hello, the spiritual hello. healer aka the spiritual auntie yes. <laughs>
1: hello everyone how are we uh, how you doing it's been good wow long time no see i know this is what my third time this here? is your
0: third time here in the artistry mm-hmm. you know and welcome back it feels good to be back looks yeah. a little
1: different but it looks good
0: you know but um no i want to say thank you thank you for taking the time um, for just, you know, being here with me, speaking with me. Um, we're going to dive into so many topics. I'm excited. You know, um, so before we get into anything, mm-hmm. you know how I do. I know. We got to take a shot, you know, celebrate the wins. Mm-hmm. So uh, right here I have, um I have so many things here. Right here we have um some brown water. Mm-hmm. And this is a toast to you, to all your success. Thank you. Congratulations on just everything. You've been accomplishing many, many goals, and I'm proud of you.
1: Thank you, thank you. Let's do Cheers. this. Cheers. Mm. E-ja, e-ja. See the face I'm making? This is how you know. Ugh.
0: Anyways. And we just get it started. I mean, I need it because it's
1: kind of <laughs> chilly today. It's a little
0: chilly. It's a little nippy out there, but you know, you've been thriving. Again, this is her third time here, so I've witnessed the growth within the start of everything Mm -hmm. you know and so you do have a few people that have some questions and 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 i will be asking them as well you know so first and foremost you know the people want to know okay um the inspiration behind your brand
1: like how did that start yeah that's so I feel like I talk about this a lot, but at the same time, I guess for those who don't know me or haven't watched me, I guess this is a good, like, icebreaker, uh-huh. you know? Um, really, the inspiration was that spiritually, because I am a spiritual healer, um, I got into this realm because for those of you understand it, it's like... I was going through a lot. So, you know when, like, you're having a bad day, but then a bad day turns into, like, a bad week, and then, like, a bad week turns into a bad month, and then you're like, hmm, something just doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Like, something is just not adding up. And ever since I was little, like, I've always been really big on energy. You Mm -hmm. can ask my parents, okay? Yeah. I've been really big on energy. and. Even as a kid, like you have incense going and it smells amazing. Thank you. Um, Even as a child. I have a celebrity. I have to like,
0: (laughs) I had to do the whole, you know, I like like, like
1: it. Good energy. Give you the ambiance. It's good prana, you know. But even as a child, like Mm -hmm. at five years old, what five year old or six year old would save up their money to buy incense? Not me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I would literally want to buy incense because Mm. it made me feel better. Mm. I didn't know why. Okay. It just made me feel better. And I especially liked it when I took a shower. And I still do that. Yes. You know, I used to buy it or I used to use or I used to ask my parents, like, can I have one? Because I had a headache or something like that. And I never understood, like, the process. So fast forward to the bad year, bad week and bad month. There was just a lot of energetic things that I just felt like were off. I'm also clairvoyant, which means that I can see the spirits, you know, and I can see into the spiritual realm. Clairvoyance is only seeing. So clairvoyance is like this knowing that something's going to happen. Okay. Okay. That's where the third eye comes in. Okay. Yes. Okay. High five. Thank you. That's literally clairvoyance is the third eye. Like that's amazing. Okay. We love, we love somebody who knows. (laughs) I know a little bit. I love that. (laughs) I mean, all of it, like clairsentience, you know, all of that. There's four clairs, you know, but we can get into a little bit of that later. But okay, I have clairvoyance. Okay, which means that I, I can feel and see basically into like the future. Like I have like this knowing, but in reality, it's being able to communicate with the dead. You know, your spirits, spirits. your ancestors, things okay. like that. Um, and because of that, i at the, around this time of my like spiritual awakening, because I had a couple, but this was like the big one. Okay, you know, I was just was feeling like something was wrong. You know. Um, and I was seeing, like, this black thing, like, floating around me. Um, and it was really uncomfortable. And it's hard to describe because it didn't look anything, like, from this world. Mm-hmm. The best way I can describe it was, like, this black mass. Um, you know venom? Yes. Like Okay, you know, like, how that black, like, yes, it looks? That's yes. what it looked like, like, floating Oof. around me, like, on top of me, everywhere I went. And I would ask people, like, do you see that? And they would think I was crazy. So I knew something was wrong. So because of that... I went to some elders, and they told me, like, I had to protect myself and cleanse, and I got into this whole big ordeal to find out somebody hexed me, all right? Somebody was doing some craziness mm-hmm. to me, messing with free will, which please do not do. Do me I mean, I can't tell bro- you. <laughs> 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 I can't tell you what to do, but I would suggest not to, yes, okay? Yes, yeah, yes, Um, But going forward, looking for all of these products that I needed, because, mm-hmm. I, you know, at the time, my elder, she's, you know, she was there, you know, for mm-hmm. years in that realm. So she had books that, like, you could no longer find in the store. So there were certain items that I was looking for that I could not find Okay. in, like, a crystal shop, because that was what was around my job. Like, you know, I would ask for anointing oil, and the person working behind the counter would find it, but it would have, like, a bunch of dust on it. And I would ask, how long has this oil been sitting here? And they wouldn't really be able to give me an answer. They, I asked, like, where did this come from? What okay. it has in it? Because it just says anointing oil. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be able to give me an answer. And I was going through this experience, even going to, like, the Spanish, you know, yeah. spiritual shops. It's the same kind of vibe. And I just thought to myself, I wish I knew what was in here so I can learn if I needed to make it on hand, okay. you know? And I know that it's natural and whatever. So that kind of birthed the idea of I need, like, a place mm-hmm. where I can go to, where I can feel safe. Okay. While also buying products that I know that is made naturally and fresh and, you know, and it's going down the holistic route. I don't feel so spooked to use it just because the ambiance behind it, you know, that that makes sense. Gotcha. So. That kind of birthed the whole Oracle shop, you know, my spiritual shop and stuff like that. Because I know there's a lot of people like me that was going through something similar and cannot find a shop they feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Like I say, you don't have to come to me, but at least with me, I can be genuine with you and be like, this would genuinely help you. And if you do order from me and I need to customize it, I can because I'm the one making the products, you know. Which is dope. Um, Yeah, but that's how it That's how it. The origins
0: of it, mm-hmm. which is dope, though, right? You mentioned, um, you know, like the whole clairvoyancy. Mm-hmm. And growing up as a kid, I didn't know that. The fact that when you like you being a kid and you wanted like the whole um, incense, that's I. you learn something new every day, you know, that's dope. Um yeah. Sheesh, at five, I think I was just like, give me candy. I was like, I want candy. But no, but, you know, that's dope. That's, you know, the fact that you mentioned, you know, how as a kid growing up, you know, and just, you know, just becoming the person who you are today, right? But going back to that aspect where you mentioned people would look at you as if you were crazy. Mm -hmm. See, that's the big thing for me, right? Mm -hmm. Because... I have family as well within the spiritual realm, yeah. you know, and some are elders, some are learning, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. et cetera. And, you know, I remember, I know I'm gifted as well, but, you know, I remember still, I, I wasn't tapping into it at all. But I remember having a younger sibling of mine tapping into it. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, ignorance, ignorance is bliss yeah so we used to call her crazy <laughs> mm. you know and the fact that you mentioned the whole fact of people like um thinking you were a little off, off my you know yeah so I want to know at what point did you realize that you were not like that this wasn't a mental disorder this, this was actually an actual gift yeah. Like, when did you start realizing that?
1: Um, I kind of, I act, like, it's so hard to describe. Like, um, I feel like I've always had this all-knowing okay. of, like, I was different. And, like, we can really go into it because going back to when I was younger, um, my dad noticed right away that I can heal with my hands. Mm-hmm. So we would have, like, birds. We would have, like, canaries and stuff like that with us. And unfortunately, when at the time, we also had a cat. And that cat knew how to unlock the cage. And, she, you know, she was trying to get... She was trying to feast, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I was the only one in the household to physically go and put my hand up. All I would have to do is this. And the bird would fly into my palm. Mm, and that was it. Okay. And when my father saw that, because one day... It happened. The birds went free. my dad was like, what the hell? Like, you know, and he was like, Jay, help me. And I was like, why are you struggling? Mm -hmm. I was like, all you got to do, you train them. I'm like, all you got to do is this. Put your hand out. He puts his hand out and nothing happens. He was like, what are you talking? Like, he's getting frustrated with this (laughs) five-year-old. Like, what are you talking about? Like, so I show him, like, dad, look. And I show him and I put my hand out. And what happens? The bird comes to me and the bird flies into my hand. Mm. So immediately... He was like, do it again. And I did it because we had three birds. He did it again. And it happened again. And it got to the point where I was even able to hold this bird and pet it and pet its head. And, and it wouldn't move. And my dad was like, hold on. Let me see something. So he went to go get the bird. And the bird flew away. The bird was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So I was the only one. So like, there were so many instances like this. Even like at his job, there was birds and things. And he would be like, I need to g- call my daughter. And he would literally pick me up take me to his job because there was birds or something in the place and he needed me to, like, work my healing. So, like, I've always known, even as a child, that I was different. Okay. And the only good thing is that my parents never made me feel ashamed of it. Okay. But growing up in more of the Catholic realm, Mm -hmm. they just basically told me when I was experiencing not the good things, like the not-so-good things, You know, say four Hail Marys, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I literally have the same holy water that my dad gave me from when I was little. Oh, wow. Because he didn't know what to do. Like, I was going through so many spiritual things. He he literally, he was so scared. He didn't know what to do for me because he knew my experience was very real. Now, that's not to say that the family members outside of my immediate family was not looking at me like, the devil worshiper, you no, know, and that's that nothing to wrong about worshiping Satan or Lucifer. <laughs> I'm just saying just disclaimer, because in my realm, you know, there's a lot of. Yeah, I know. I know. But that's not what I mean. You, you get what I'm saying. No. Yeah.
0: No, I get what you're saying. And it's true, because that's when um you have the whole spirituality opposed to religion, you yes. know, and and you no, can be
1: both not to cut you off. You can be both. Can you? You can. How? For example. How, Sway? <laughs> for example, let's use my family as an example. Let's use my mom's side. Okay. My mom's side of the family, if you walk into my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. There is Jesus and Mary. There are shrines. Okay. There is rosaries for days. Mm-hmm. Like if thirty people were to show up to my grandmother's house for a rosary session, I don't even know what they're called anymore. That's not even what it's called. Um, uh, yeah, I know. I, I know. It's, I forgot. I forgot what it's called. But you know what I mean. Yeah. She literally has like over a hundred beads in one little glass, just ready, just in case, you know. Um, um. But that's not to say she didn't she didn't embrace her spiritual side. My grandmother is very open. With the spiritual things that she has experienced. Like, there's been many times that she was asking for an angel that day, and all of a sudden, somebody approaches her and says, I don't know why, you might think I'm crazy, but I have a message for you. Okay. My grandmother was the type to read her Bible on the train, but still get approached with the spiritual realm, and she would still embrace it. So, it just depends on you Mm -hmm. and your beliefs but it's not to say that you cannot be spiritual and religious at the same time my grandmother is proof of that there's been so many times that my grandmother has pinpointed events certain things that have transpired certain conversations certain people she was able to describe certain people now she didn't look at it as i'm spiritual and i have gifts she looked at it as god is allowing me to see and it's a different perspective and that's okay Okay, but it's still spiritual, and she understands that. No, and I, 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 I get it. Yeah,
0: but I also can understand the whole misconception of spirituality with religion. You understand? Right. right. But I do understand it. I, I had to learn. Like I remember, um, my younger sibling mentioned. Like I remember, like one time I was just like a few years back, and I mentioned like, oh, they're religious, and it's like a whatever, right? And I was just like talking not so great about it in Mm -hmm. a sense Mm -hmm. you know um but she was just like well you know you can be religious and spiritual then obviously she started diving into it and i obviously it i understand it does go is it does play its its part you know Mm -hmm. so i understand that you know but it's um for some it's it's hard to see because religion comes to play when it it comes to the whole the controlling mm-hmm. the whole, you know, the judgment.
1: No, I completely agree with you. And, you know, I have this conversation a lot on my lives. Like I'm known more for my lives than I am for my videos on okay. TikTok. But I'm very open about this because, again, I grew up in a Catholic background, which mm-hmm. means that. I grew up believing in all of that, and mm-hmm. part of me still does. Like, okay. part of me still believes that, but that's the thing about me. is that But it's even just in a though, whole different perspective. Right. Like, even though I was taught to believe that God is a man, I've always believed this, this thing, this being, was both energies. Yeah. You know? Even though I was taught that maybe the spiritual realm is a little scary, I always embraced it. Like I said, you know, my grandmother has always shown me, like, she had books about the afterlife. Mm. You know about people who have passed and the things they've seen, and she's she had books about what angels look like, and she would buy bar- like ten years old. She'd be like, "Yeah, take it." You mm. know what I mean? So it wasn't that they were against it, but there are people in that realm that are afraid, and when you fear something, you want to con- you want to immediately remove that from the scenario. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but coming down, just again, the Catholic background we're speaking on, because that's my pr- my um, perspective and how I grew up. Even down to mass. Think about it. The priest walks down with frank incense before starting anything. What is he doing? Cleansing the space. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's holy water that cleanses you that was blessed with source energy. Mm -hmm. You know? You're right. There's wine that's supposedly the blood of Christ. You know? Like, there's so much symbolism. And there is, right in your face, spirituality but it's those who just see it
0: for what it is for what it is mm-hmm. you know
1: so i'd like to have this conversation cuz there has been people that were like churchgoers that were like i needed to be humbled like thank you for this. You opened my eyes. You were the first person cuz I've had many people try to tell me, but you are the first person where it clicks. And this is where I tell people sometimes this the same information can present itself to you, but if you're not ready, you're not going to see it. Which is why it's so good to read the same book 3 times cuz there's things that you're always miss yeah. because there's just you know, you're just not ready. Let's
0: go back to the whole um you know, um mental disorder Mm-hmm. And being gifted, Ooh. right? Because I understand you—you you always knew mm-hmm. that you were gifted. Yeah. But let's com- let's be completely honest, right? Living in this world, right? Mm-hmm. In this earth, <laughs> yeah. this, this rock, this school—you <laughs> know, <laughs> like living here, you know. And then we're in an era of um, social media, mm-hmm. right? I understand that you always knew you were different, Mm -hmm. but did you have a moment where you probably slightly thought, maybe I am a
1: little off the edge? Absolutely, all the time. Even to this day. You know? Um, Like, I could talk so much about my childhood because it was just so... Like, it was literally the foundation of my beliefs, but I've always felt like an old woman. Like, I talk about that to everyone. I've always felt like my soul is this little old woman. Mm-hmm. And even as a child, I would be this little old woman. And people would see it. But, you know, I do, I do have experiences where I was like, am I crazy? But what validated that and what still to this day validates my experience for myself, because if anything, I just want to prove to myself that I'm not crazy. I don't care about what you think. I okay. want to make sure that like I'm mentally good, though, you know, yeah. um, was the time that I by accidentally astro projected because I was in meditation at the time. I was like in the fifth or sixth grade. OK, they taught me how to meditate and how to do yoga. And I was going through it. I don't know what I was going through, but I was stressed. And I decided around 2 a.m., I couldn't sleep, that I wanted to meditate. I closed my eyes, and I opened my eyes, and I found myself in my father's body. Mm -hmm. Um, Not necessarily, like, physically there, but spiritually, I felt his essence. I felt his being. I was able to look around and his perspective on this story because we were in two different places. And he has his own perspective on this. So you know I'm not lying. Mm -hmm. But, like... I felt everything and I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like 12 when this happened. So, like, I just remember seeing where he was, smelling everything. And I was there for, I want to say, like a minute or two until I snapped right back into my body. And I remember reaching out to my father, texting him, texting him everything that I saw mm-hmm. like, hey, humor me. Are you on this corner underneath a train station with your window open with this colored shirt? Your hair is wet, but it's combed back. It smells like you just came from the spa. You're in the passenger seat. The cigar is going. The radio is on, but it's AM, not FM. Are you just chilling? The car is off, but the battery is on. Mind you, I'm 12 years old. So he, at this point, is freaking out because he's like, where are you? Why are you out at this time? Because he thought, like, I was physically seeing him. Um. But I think about that experience a lot because I'm like, there's no way in hell you can tell me that that didn't happen. There's no way in hell that you can tell my father that that didn't happen because he also felt me in that, uh, you know, scenario. He felt himself dissociate and like almost come out of his body a little bit to make room for me unexpectedly, you know, because me and him had that kind of connection. So that experience really does validate whether I'm crazy or not. But I will say this, this realm, this society we live in does make it a fine line. Yes. And the reason why is because I want to say like two years ago, maybe a year ago, I was like, I need to go to therapy because I have a lot of like traumas and things that I need to heal from. And I was like, therapy could be really healing for me. I need it to because I need somebody to talk to somebody that's not in my family, somebody that is not my partner. Like Mm -hmm. I need someone to speak to. And one of the questions was, she didn't know what I did for a living. But one of her questions was, um, do you see things and hear things that are not there? Mm. And I paused because I was like, do I answer honestly and tell her what I do? Or am I going to put myself in a position where I'm never going to be able to come out of? Mm -hmm. Because she could easily say psychosis. Yeah, You know, because I was already overwhelmed, because I already like opened up to her and I already told her certain thoughts that I was having. Nothing like crazy, but, you know, like certain traumas and stuff. So she could have easily said, oh, come with me. It is yeah, yeah, it is yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but to, you know, to, to this society, there are moments where I do have to be careful with certain things and what I release because I get questions so wait, like that. So did you tell her? I didn't. I felt like so every, you think you're, you're, every fiber of hmm. my being was like, no, don't do you, tell her.
0: Are you living a lie when it comes to this society that is not open-minded to your realm?
1: So I'm going to answer the way I'm interpreting and you okay. can like ask if it's not the oh, answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, it really does feel like I have to mask who I am sometimes to not stick out so much. Um,. You know, even when I was working at certain places, it just felt like if I were to come with my hair, my head wrapped and smelling of Florida water, not because it's an aesthetic, because right now everything is an aesthetic. Okay. It wasn't for that. It's for cleansing and mm-hmm. whatever. If I were to come with my crystals and whatever a couple of years ago, they would have looked at me like, oh, she's woo woo, you know, like she's. I feel like now it's easier to be who you are, and it's more accepted. People are accepting now
0: more so than before. So do you feel like two years back people were more so like like accepting? I feel like two or years. You, no, that's not the question. Do you feel at the time you weren't confident with who you were?
1: Yes and no. Like it wasn't that I wasn't confident. I was just tired of having this argument of. Am I crazy or not? Is this what you see or not? Is this a phase or not? Like, I was so tired of, like, the same questions being asked to me. And, like, I just wanted to protect my own energy. And I was solid enough knowing that this is what I believe, this is what I like to do, and it's nobody else's business. So that's kind of how I went about it. But, yeah, it does get tiring. It does get tiring having to, like, not be who you want to be, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like in this, you know, again, in this society – because of TikTok I feel it's becoming more accepted like it's a trend it is you know but even before TikTok I was starting to wear like veils and I'm pretty sure you remember no, like I, remember. I was I was starting to wear veils and even before that like I was wearing veils every single day I was doing certain things that yeah I stuck out but I didn't care anymore you know and if people were to ask me questions I was in a place energetically where I cuz I did my healing and I did my work I feel like that was really the key is like doing my healing in my work so that when people do approach me, I know how to handle it. And if I didn't want to answer, I can confidently say I don't feel comfortable. How can you
0: separate mm-hmm. the trendsetters yeah. and those who are um, actually it within the realm? Um... Because I feel like, and I'm sorry for cutting off, but mm-hmm. I feel as if, you know, I had this conversation um, last podcast with someone else who was a spiritual healer as well, right? Mm-hmm. And we was talking and I had mentioned, like, it's it's ironic how you have, you know, all of a sudden you have COVID that came you know, twenty twenty, and all of a sudden, you just saw—you know—so many people were, just were open-minded, right? Mm-hmm. The woke's came out, but mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, that which is dope, right? Because I was like, all right, a lot of people are waking up, yeah, dope. But then it's like, all of a sudden, mad people. I started seeing that I've—I spoke to, mm-hmm. and I've always known about the spiritual realm. You know me for a while, so obviously, I've always known about the spiritual spiritual realm for a long time and it's like and it's not to knock anyone it's always dope to learn and you know Mm -hmm. like if you want to dive into something new that's uh, awesome you know but you know you start seeing the trendsetters that they're just doing it for either the likes the views the aesthetic Mm -hmm. you know this is in you know so let me just you know like the palo santo and mm-hmm. uh, let me get the sage just then <laughs> and if you don't like it it's because it's not for you and i'm just like okay but were you doing that before right were you you know were you in a space of trying to heal and it doesn't even necessarily means that were you in a place of you know did you have the palo santo or did you were you really trying to be heal within yourself you know so how, like going into all of that you know you're heavy into you're heavy in TikTok mm-hmm. so how can you separate the two
1: that's a good question i think that you answered it yourself it's more of a feeling you can see through actions who really truly want to get into the realm and who are just doing it for aesthetics like for example I can be talking to someone, even in person, I can be talking to someone and they're just staring at like all my crystals. And as much as like, yeah, like they're beautiful, I could tell you where I got every single one of them, you Mm -hmm. know, but there's just a difference between the two because usually when it's for aesthetics or for trending or for whatever, they usually just want to know where you got it and that's it. They'll walk away. They're content with that. For those who really, truly want to heal themselves and they see the aesthetic of who I am, I guess, you know, because I don't look at it as I want to look like this today. I look at it as healing today is going to be focused on X, Y, and Z. So that means that I may be wearing aventurine or pyrite or black obsidian and, and tourmaline and, you know, selenite, whatever the case is, I may be wearing tiger's eye, all together or whatever, just one just one each. But for those who really do care about the healing aspect and those who are really interested in learning and being part of the spiritual journey will ask me, okay, I'm glad that you told me where it's from, but what do they do? Mm-hmm. How do you cleanse them? How does that work? What does that feel for you? And like that's the conversation that I would give energy to. For those that just want to know where to get it, I'm kind of like, you know, you can find it at any spiritual shop. You know, but it's just a feeling like you can grasp right away within the first minute of having a conversation with these people who are just there for the aesthetic
2: mm-hmm. and
1: who are there for the genuine healing. And there's a lot of people on TikTok that are big that are there for just the aesthetic and you can feel it. But for to those who don't know, and that's why I fight even for my little following on TikTok. I fight to be authentic because it's like there's not many people big who who truly are in this realm because they want to help. They're just in it because they know there's a niche for it. Yeah. You know, and it's frustrating because I probably would have felt trapped into that loop of like, I wanted elder and I don't have one. Maybe I can find one online. And of course, if they're big and they have the numbers, automatically you assume that they're the real deal. But there are so many people that come to me There are so many people that come to me and say that they were following this person and that person. It's not to bash either, but it's like, be honest about it. If you're going to talk about healing, then do the healing as well. Yourself, yes. You know, like I always speak on, I'm still learning. Like I'm still very new to Mm -hmm. this game. Like I'm still very new to the spiritual realm. But I'm honest about it. And I say, you want to learn with me? This is what I do. And I can guide you because, yeah, I have a couple years in it. But that's not nearly enough because this is a journey. This is lifelong, and I feel like people don't look at it as a journey; they look at it as an aesthetic. And there's the difference, you know.
0: Yeah. No, it's funny. It's funny how you mentioned like the whole, you know, like, um, not people not living in their truth in a sense, right? Yes. Um, and then I'm as as you I'm mentioning that you're taking a sip mm-hmm. of your cup. So it's like people think that just because you are a spirit spiritual healer, mm-hmm. um, clairvoyant, you you know, you're gifted, this is what you do. They look at you like you're golly in a sense, right? Ugh. You know, how do you balance? The celestial, you know, like, you know, you have, you know, the celestial being yeah. and then you you, you you have to have the human experience. Right. So
1: it's like, how do you balance all of that? So I think that at the beginning of this realm, when I was still learning and mind you, I had to do a big cleanse when I would you know, what I was talking about earlier or about my spiritual awakening and all that. I had to remove a whole entity off of me. And for someone who doesn't know how to do something like that for someone who doesn't have family, who knows how to do things like that other than the church. You know what I mean? It's like you, ha- you are forced. I was being forced into the realm and I was being forced to learn all these things. And at the beginning, for those that I was seeing and I was talking to and whatever, yes, they made it seem like, you know, drinking and smoking and having the human experience was not okay. But I did have an elder that really, really helped me through, and I'll always give that to her. She she really showed me that that's not the case. And even now, in where I'm at, I see it even more, and it upsets me that there are healers that know better and that are shunning those who are getting into the realm. And instead of guiding them and saying, hey, it's not about... The drinking, it's about your control over it. It's about why you're doing Mm -hmm. it. Are you doing it because you're trying to escape your reality or you're doing it because you're having a good time? There's a difference. You know what I mean? There's, There's a difference in stating that and saying, oh, you're drinking. Oh, I could never. I'm in the spiritual realm, you know, because. And it's like, why even put that energy out there? I feel like certain healers, not all. But there is a percentage of healers that make it seem like you have to almost be this godly saint. But behind closed doors, it's something else. It's a whole different story. And that's OK. And that's not the problem. The problem is the masking. And they, they, I feel like certain people and I'm thinking of like certain people on TikTok, like because I know this, like, I, you know. And it's like, I know for a fact these people are drinking behind closed doors, but then telling people on social media, like, oh no, it's not okay, don't drink, stay away from alcohol, rather than just being honest, like, it's okay to have a drink here and there. It's okay, but as long as your intentions are true to how you feel and Mm -hmm. you, and you understand the consequence, because really, that's what the spiritual realm is all about, is understanding the consequence with everything that you do, Mm -hmm. you know, um... So, yeah, I do. I did have people approach me here and there. I can't remember, like, an isolated incident, but I have had a people approach me um, here and there talking about, oh, I could never, you know? So I remember
0: um, there were moments where I want to have... I'm pescatarian, so for those that don't know, right? So there were moments where I remember, like, yo, I have those cravings where I want to eat, like, chicken or steak, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And... You know, um, your elder, one of your elders was like, you know, it's okay to eat certain things. But if you're going to eat it, don't eat it to be guilt-minded. Mm-hmm. Because that's when, that's the energy you projected onto yourself. And you're not going, the food is not going to process the way it should. You know, it's okay to eat certain things, as you mentioned. You just, however, just understand if you're going to do something, what comes behind it. Yes. So, like, obviously, when I started going like the route of my spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. I started noticing the difference between me, my drinking. Where it was like I'm drinking at the time. I was drinking to hide my pain, to hide everything that I was going through, you know, and etc. Where now I'm in a place where. I'm drinking. I have a good time, and there's a difference. No, there is, and I like can, you
1: feel the energy and everything. And I can definitely add on to that because you know, you know, it was like I had my own moment. I want to get into that topic really quick because it just Let's connected go. me to something. But yeah, like I definitely had my awakening in that sense, where you know. I wanted to do everything, and I didn't realize that what I was doing was numbing the pain because all I could think of was that this felt good. So, like, I I'm very open about this on TikTok. Yeah. So, like, I took Percocet, I took Oxy, I took codeine, I took promethazine, like I took acid, I took shrooms, like, but I wasn't doing it. Shrooms. (laughs) You should do it. You should do it. (laughs) Microdose. Um. But I was doing it because in, in the moment, I thought, oh, this.
0: Yeah, I saw that, too. I was like, the mm. not yet. Not I yet. saw that, too. I saw that, too. <laughs>
1: um, but I was doing it because at the time, I thought, oh, this is fun. Like, I love this. Yeah. But now I'm like, girl, I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking bottles while on Perk. And not just a regular Perk, like a Perk 30. mmm OK. And also talking about, oh, I'm, I'm ready to take lean, too. And I, I think about that now and I'm like, you were going through it. But like in the moment, you don't see it in the yeah. moment. You look in the mirror and you're like, I'm cool. Like, I'm good. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like I'm feeling good today, <laughs> you know, but it's like, no, like you're you know, you're crying for help. You know what I mean? And it just brought me to a thought where I was listening to a TED Talks. And, like, I recommend this TED Talks to everybody. I forgot the name of it, but I'll definitely have it for you. So you can link it in the description for everybody to watch. But there was this photographer that would do a lot of work in, like, third world countries. Okay. And he noticed that there was, like, a lot of shamans, you know, in third world countries, medicine men or or women. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, why doesn't the United States have shamans like this or whatever. How did they even get into this realm?
0: Big pharma.
1: (laughs) Like, how did they even get into this realm? So after a while, he started asking them questions, you Uh know, like, how did you get into this? And he found out that the general consensus was that a lot of them started getting into it when they were younger, to be specific, about 12 years old. Mm. And it's like, okay, what is it that you went through? Like, how is it that the village knew that you were gifted? And it was because they went through something like a spiritual awakening where they almost felt mental. They felt crazy. They had they heard voices. Mm -hmm. They felt like they could see things that weren't there. They felt uncomfortable in their own skin. And it wasn't just one shaman that said this everywhere he went around the world, all the shamans, all the healers, all the medicine women and men all said the same thing, mm. that at 12 years old, they had this traumatic experience. They had this traumatic experience, which caused them to understand that they are gifted. And the key was, is that the village looked at them and said, we need to take them to the elder. Mm. We need to take them to the to the shaman, to the healer, because they need to work as an apprentice under him, because this is his realm. It was chosen for him. And he was talking about how in the United States, how many people go through something similar, me the same. I was talking about it, 12 mm-hmm. years old, what happened with my father, you know, and other things, same thing. And how in the United States, we don't look at it as that. No, we they go at it like you're crazy. They put this bitch yeah. in the mento, you know, like. And they go straight to pharmaceuticals. Yeah. They go straight to. Go ahead. You know, they go straight to the medicine and the mental illness. Mm-hmm. But in the third world countries where he was going, like Peru and other things, they weren't thinking at, of them like, oh, my God, they, they're taking a mental like they're having a mental breakdown. They look at it like, oh, my God, this this person is gifted. Yeah. You know, No, which is dope. Right. But
0: obviously in the United States, you know, they medicate others. Right. Yeah. And. I was watching um, a podcast, right, and it was being discussed about, like, how if you come to look at it, like, here in the United States,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. we're medicated every day.
1: Oh, my God. I was just about to say that. You know? There's so many things that block block our pineal gland. Absolutely.
0: So, it's like, you know, from the medication, Mm -hmm. the actual, the physicality of the pills, you know, that, to even down to the toothpaste yep. you know if let's keep it 100 if you're getting toothpaste and it's there's fluoride that's one of the ingredients you know and there's fluoride in your toothpaste that's blockage towards your pineal gland mm-hmm. you know you know from your soap you know to your there's just to what you eat mm-hmm. you know um and and so on forth and it's like obviously we you know we already know that Big Pharma, the government, whatever you know, mm-hmm. it is the whole conspiracy behind it. It's the control over people because our, over here is, you know, it's is the mind control. You know, it's easier to have the sheeps in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, and it's so much deeper than what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's it's you know me going to Europe and witnessing the fact of like even the way they eat the portions. And over there is not like when I was out there, it wasn't even like so, like well, I went to Paris and certain you know, certain places in Paris, you know, but I went to like a little small town where I was staying there, mm-hmm. and there was like no fast food restaurant. Yeah. At all. Like it was just like, and it's a lot of things were homemade, a lot of things were home cooked and et cetera, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm just like, damn. Over here, you're like, Hey, can I have a large McDouble? <laughs> can you make that with a Diet Coke? <laughs>
1: no, and it's true. Like, even... Not to judge
0: anyone, but yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm trying to say, right? Like, No,
1: absolutely, and I agree with that because I had this conversation with my mom a while back, but you know, I love going, I'm Dominican, if you didn't know. Yeah, oh, are you I'm really? Dominican. I'm Caribbean. Oh. I'm a Caribbean girl. Okay, you
0: know? oh. uh, mommy, you can't order that
1: Um, but you know, my grandparents they actually own land. Um, and I every time I would visit, I haven't visited in a long time. But last time I visited what, them, where the, uh, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yeah, I love the. I've been there once, and I fell in love with uh, the. It's gorgeous. Yeah, but it's like you have to visit the non-touristy places. You know what I mean? Because. I was,
0: was I on a terrorist? No,
1: I wasn't. No, no, no. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying the collection. No, I was just wondering. No, nah, no, you didn't. Um, I mean, you could still go deeper, but we we will <laughs> have that That's what she moment. said. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of office, <laughs> But go ahead. <laughs> um, but, you know, one thing that my mom did warn me, because I went out there, even as a baby, I would go out there. I went there multiple times. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing my mom did warn me is, A, the poverty, right? Because yes. we're so shielded. I feel like, yes, we see homelessness, but it's not like going to another country, you know what I mean? Um, and especially where my grandparents have their land, it's like you're in the mountains, okay? You are living off of the land, okay? Yeah. Um, just like our ancestors did. Um, but just a little bit, you know, um, and, you know, a little shivel. A little, a little shivel. <laughs> um, but still, like, with that being said, I will go to my grandparents' house and I will stay there and I'll be there for about a month, mm-hmm. okay? And they have chickens and they, you know, my grandfather, he has bulls and cows and sheep and lamb. And he has all these things, all these animals, which he kills and we eat for lunch. I didn't know, but, you know, now I know, you know, we <laughs> eat for lunch and stuff like that. And we have, you know, as Dominicans, I feel like we have big portions. Yeah, We eat the rice with no. beans <laughs> and meat and the salad. we have to have the salad. We have the salad and, you know, so it's a lot of sides, but we eat. But we eat lunch at 12, okay? And that's something that was different for me. Okay. We would eat lunch at 12 o'clock, but that was dinner, okay? And we would eat a lot. And I was, like, having my best life, you know? Like, I was eating and whatever to find out that when I came back home, I actually lost weight actually lost like twenty-five pounds. And I'll go to my grandmother and be like, why is that? And she's like, because keep in mind the milk that you had was was just done from Organic. the cow outside. Okay. The rice that you had was just bartered with with the neighbor next door. The beans you had, so everything that we were eating, they either grew or got Got someone to grow it for them, mm-hmm. you know? And it just opened my eyes to how many chemicals we take in on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's going back to what you were saying with the toothpaste, your shampoos, your lotions, your makeup, you know? Um, you, the things that you use to clean your clothes, you know? Just everything. Just so imagine how
0: much blockage towards the pineal gland for so
1: many people out here. No, and I agree, and I think that's why the spiritual realm can be so overwhelming for people because there are, you know, every every healer that is out here emphasizes on the holistic route. You know, even me emphasizes on the holistic route, and I think that, and I know you're a big holistic person, yeah. you know, you introduced me to uh, a few things as well, so it's like we always try to advocate for the holistic route. And people look at us like, oh, my God, that's too much. You know, that's too overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's a <laughs> lot of changes. But it's the little things that count. Like, it's a journey. Again, it's not for you to completely throw everything out and change your life. It's just to be more mindful of what you are in, in taking. And when you're eating, you know, that's not even eating like, Digesting, you're eating with your senses, all Mm -hmm. five of your senses, what you're looking at, what you're taking in, what you're smelling, you know, like you're eating all around. And I just feel like people, if you were just to be a little bit more intentional with everything that you do, you can still use whatever you want to use, just understanding. The consequence to that. And that's all it really yeah. is. You know, even my mom, like, we had my mom change her I fluoride. Know. She was like, I buy toothpaste with fluoride. I has to have fluoride. And she was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> she
0: was like, yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> sis.
1: No. And we went to their house, and what happens? They have toothpaste without fluoride, like, yeah. all natural. So, you know, it's the little <laughs> things that count. You know, and it's... Because you know, I know there's a lot
0: of people who are like, well, but how can I change that and it's to be honest like i feel like just do the research behind it i feel like a lot of people just want the answers that part (laughs) that part it's like so what's the answer to question (laughs) number 22 it's it's like like, it's like they go like this
1: (laughs) (laughs) what's the answer to (laughs) it's it's so true they're like i know you experienced like maybe three four five years of the spiritual realm but can you just simplify that in like two words or just summarize it for me like they want to cheat cheat and i'm like no like <laughs> the most important part of the journey is the journey is you yeah, trying to figure it out and i was just telling my life like i i love that you guys come to me for information but don't trust me I could be wrong. I'm a human being. You know what I mean? Like I could read things wrong. You I know what you I mean? I you should word that differently no. because it's not like not
0: the tr- it's not to trust you because sometimes you need that comfort. And so I it's get like, that. It's and I get the fact of going to you, you know, because it's like, yeah, it is that trust. The fact that for the most part mm-hmm. you give the genuine answer, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can
1: I that makes me comfortable with going to you with other things. And what you just said is literally what everybody tells me. Okay. And what I say back is... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That's amazing, and I'm so glad I can serve you in that way. Okay. But you're doing yourself a disservice by just eating up everything I say instead of you looking it into looking into it your own way and understanding what it is that I'm actually speaking on. No, no, no. I agree with you with that.
0: Yes. But what I'm trying to say is it's like that book, you know, like what not to say to yourself, you know, No, and
1: I get that aspect. But honestly, it's like as much as I am elevated and I'm not that elevated, you know, like I still have a lot of learning to do, but it's like I'm elevated. Right. And it's like I can choose words that really do resonate with me. But if they don't resonate with you, you're not going to understand the message. Okay. so sometimes you have to. Choose your words as much as I would never say that in conversation between you and me and say, oh, don't trust me. I wouldn't say that. But they have to see it in that way for them to realize, oh, shit, like she's a human, too. You know what I mean? Like, all because I can trust her and I've built a relationship with her doesn't mean that every person I meet that gives me the same kind of feeling is going to have the same kind of information. No, And I understand that. And I always say, like, you know hypothetically, which is what I didn't say, but, you know, you want to be technical No, I'm just, like, just like, you know me, I'm technical <laughs> with shit. <laughs> you want to so, be technical. Because I'm that
0: type that you, I need, like, I'm really that type of person, like, I get technical. But. I'm just like, at this time, I'm like, yeah, it's not saying don't trust me, but I'd rather you, me personally, I already know, like, if you're giving me some information and you tell me, well, do your research,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, at times, don't get me wrong, there's times I'm just like, I don't want to do my research, but I will have to do my research, you know?
1: Yeah, and I definitely, even with that statement in itself, I always try to reference where I'm getting my information from. You know, um, if I'm... if I'm speaking on a book, I tell them, like, get this book if you want to learn more or if you want to see it for yourself. I always say, like, on YouTube, you have audios and whatever the case is. But I'm a big person on research, and you know that I know you are. I love research, I love reading, I love articles, I love everything. Like, wisdom, I can always soak that up. Like, I'm here for it. Like, <laughs> I'm, here for it. like I'm here for it. Like, I would sit there and just be engaged the whole time. Like, I find so much joy in annotating and, like, okay, hold on. You said, and I put Put it in my own words, you know, but there's a lot of people that are not like that, which I understand. What, she's one of those
0: people, guys. That you, she's like, well, give me an example, and I'm just like,
1: <laughs> uh... And, but that you know, and you and know, she's like, well, <laughs> this example is at 2:50 p.m. I mean, that's <laughs> just no. I ha- I'm just that's just how I am, and you know, you know, as my father is very much that way as well. It's just I really like I don't. It's not that I doubt what people tell me. I was just taught that you should never take in face value what people are saying because mm. even though they interpret it one way maybe the meaning is something different, you know? So always fact-check, which is basically the, the gist of everything that I'm saying. It's like fact-check, you know? Um, and which, which is why I always like to reference where I get my information and what I'm looking into and in the books that I'm reading, because at the end of the day, that's the research. So I feel like um, fact-checking is super, super important, and I feel like a lot of people are taking the lazy route. And I do see that certain people... Certain elders on like social media that I have, um, you know, we have these conversations, you know, they're very open. You know exactly who I'm talking about. You know, I'm talking about you. Um, But we had many conversations on how like we feel everybody's trying to get into the spiritual realm, but take shortcuts. And it's like, I feel like that's just but I feel mm -hmm. being in the entertainment world. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's like that, too. I feel like no matter what, if it's a struggle to get where you're trying to go, there's always going to be somebody yeah. asking for a shortcut. And that I agree 100%. Yeah. That's what I'm just like. For me,
0: I'm like, I doesn't. I feel like it doesn't matter what industry you're in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You just have those who are lazy. But then again, that's how you determine who is really about it and who is just doing it for the aesthetics.
1: No, and I 100% agree. I do feel like um, we have a lot of people who are not living in their authentic self. But again, keep in mind, I'm seeing from a different perspective at this point. Okay. Okay, like in my journey at this point, again, ego aside, I can can, can speak to certain clients or certain people that like want me to mentor them and I deny them. And it's just not because anything personal, but I can feel that you're just not there yet. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can talk your ear off. I could talk your ear off you Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, you need to do this, 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 this and that. And if you're not ready, I'm not ready. You're not ready, you know. And I just feel like there's a lot of people who may not be following their authentic self and they may be in the spiritual realm for aesthetics. But maybe that's their process and maybe that's their gateway into actually getting deeper. Mm. So it's wrong of me. To even try to like judge or criticize when maybe that is what Source had in plan for them, you know? Maybe Source wanted them to get into the, even though it's not the best way to get into the realm, but maybe that's their journey. And I cannot, you know, as much as it is upsetting because it's causing this whole collective of aesthetic when Mm -hmm. it comes to the spiritual realm, but maybe this is just what they need. All because my spiritual awakening looks one way doesn't mean that yours or whoever else's has to look that way too. Gotcha. So it's also being open with that as well.
0: Speaking of ego, oh, you know, know,
1: we working on that. <sighs> that's a, that's forever a journey, but for for me, no, for me. Oh, I was just like
0: It's like, how did you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but when did you start processing what ego truly is? Because I I had somebody, and I'm sorry for like, but I had someone who made a comment and it was just like, yeah, I'm big on spirituality. I actually heard a few people saying Mm -hmm. they're big on spirituality. I already know where you're
1: going with this. And
0: they were just like, but you need ego. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, no, actually you don't. Yeah. I learned that the hard way because for me back, back when, Mm -hmm. you know, that's how real it is. I learned about ego um as I was going like facing a lot of my shadow, you know, like self. Okay. Um which congratulations. That's a big deal. That is, thank you. But um <laughs> and I remember this one right here. Mm-hmm. She this was when we her and I were friends.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
0: rem you were one of them, but like mm-hmm. part of the process. hmm you know, um, people used to tell me I was very egocentric, you know, and I didn't understand that. For me, I felt like you need a big ego. Yeah. Not understanding that I was trying to say was I need to be confident. Right. However, I remember you used to come to my like to my apartment mm-hmm. and she would write on my board because I usually always have boards, right? <laughs> yeah. And she would be like, deaf to ego. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, it, you know, it didn't hit me yet. Like mm-hmm. I, I used to look at those words and I remember you always put death. T- I left it there for like for for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would look at it and um for me I was just like it still didn't process until yeah. eventually, you know, I, I you know I went through something, etc. Knowing the fact what ego truly is, and then hearing people saying, Well, you need ego, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, and then Speaking with you, Mm -hmm. you know, and understanding that ego is here to protect us, Mm -hmm. right? So when did you start realizing what ego truly is?
1: So at that time where I was writing all that stuff, right? My heart was in the right place. The okay. intentions were there. The feelings were there. It was just the wording wasn't 100% there. I think at that time, ego death was, like, trending as well. Like, again, mind you, I was taking acid. I was doing shrooms. And mm-hmm. that's, like, a big topic in the yeah. realm of, like, I want an ego death. I want an ego death. and Whatever. That's how you know you made it. Whatever. So, like, at that time, that's all I was consuming. And I thought that that was the right step. I thought, which it is if you think about it, but it's just the wording and really the intention behind it wasn't 100% there because what I was getting at was to detach yourself from not just the material things but Mm -hmm. this world and understand why you're here, understand your, your own magical powers, understand who you are, where you come from, you know, what kind of things you can do with just yourself, you know, um, law of attraction, things like that. But putting ego aside, you know, learning how to put ego or even talking to your ego and working together, mm-hmm. you know. But at the time, because of the people I was following, again, because people who have big following, you will automatically assume that they mean, you know, that they, what they say is true and what they say is fact, all I was hearing about and all I was seeing was, like, ego death, ego death, ego death. You know? Um, and I feel like that's why I put that on your thing. But it, but now, being where I'm at in my journey, would I equal death? Oh, hell no.
0: Hell no. Because <laughs> now where I'm at in my life, thinking of the words you were saying, obviously, you said it. it like, you said, you, it I was, was just learning. The, yeah, you was learning of it. But now,
1: like, we're thinking back about it, like, thinking mm-hmm. back to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I understand where you was coming from. Right. Because it wasn't necessarily me saying, like, kill your ego. It was more of, understand that not everything has to be reputation. Understand that everything has to be okay, you know? Um, but I do I do hear that a lot, like, oh, how can I ego death? And I always state, like, you know, ego, spirit gave us ego to keep us protected, which is why ego comes up when we are afraid of something. Ego comes up when we are feeling cornered. Ego comes up when we're feeling, like, insecure, but we have to, like, you know, yeah, make it that. seem like we're confident. You know what I mean? Ego is, is, is in place to make sure that we keep ourselves, okay, this is a survival tactic at the end of the day, but we don't realize that. So immediately Mm. when you get into the spiritual realm, you act like, you know, not you, me, things that I was digesting and eating or whatever, made it seem like ego was a bad thing. And going down in my process, I wanted to get to know, because I'm a big, I love, like again, I love research. So I love learning about the brain. I love learning about our body and our organs and just everything, And down that little rabbit hole, I found a little article about ego. And I started reading and I started going into a whole rabbit hole about Mm, ego. Okay. And that's when I started learning. Like, you know, ego is not against you. Ego is your friend. Okay. Even though people try to make it seem like, oh, if you have ego, oh, stay away from that person. In reality, ego is something that you should work with, understand. Ego is something that um, during your healing process you have a one-on-one relationship with. I know how that like that can sound to certain people, but it's understand, understanding why you're reacting out of ego with certain things. Okay, so why, in certain
0: terms, you have people with that statement, remove your ego,
1: if your ego is your friend? Because there's always, as above, so below. There's always yin and yang to things. So there is always going to be this positive aspect where you can have this healthy relationship with ego, but you can also be toxic with your ego. You can be pulling from the wrong, you know, the wrong aspects for the wrong reasons. So when people say remove your ego, it's because you're feeling insecure about something and you're projecting or you're seeing something that's not necessarily there and your ego is only putting it there. Because that's the only way you can comprehend. Okay. That's the only way that makes you feel comfortable. Because maybe in your life, all people do is attack you. So when somebody is here trying to help you, you're seeing them as attacking you, which is why people will say, you know, put aside your ego, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, because not everybody is against you. And that's when your ego, you have to check your ego like, oh, shit, like maybe I do have some triggers to work on. Mm
2: -hmm. Maybe
1: I do have some trauma. Why do I feel threatened? Where is the threat? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And usually it's not the other person. Usually it's us. Usually we are our own enemy, you know?
0: I like that. Where's the threat? Mhm. And it's true. It's true. I get that. I wanted to also um dive into meditation. Ooh. I yep. love this topic. <laughs> Yo, you know why because sis right here <laughs> right here I be trying to meditate, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? It works here and there, but, you know, I have a lot of noise. And all this silence, there's times where it's just, like, silence, Mm -hmm. and there's so much noise, you know? And I get it. Like, I understand with me, like, the things that I go through or, you know, the things I put myself through, should I say? Mm -hmm. But... You know, I, I, I some of your um, fan base, well, they wanted to. A lot of them were asking about meditation, mm-hmm. and um, and I was just like, yeah, no, it's dope that you they wanted to know about meditation because you know, for me, it's something new. I'm still learning, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm going through the guided meditation, you know, and that's here and there, you know, where you know when I do decide to meditate. But for some, you know, they want to know like. If you're in a setting and it's not so quiet, how can you go through the process of, you know, proceeding this whole
1: meditation? So I'm going to answer this by saying I'm from New York, okay, and I would take the train to go to work. And when I tell you that I would meditate on the train because it was a 30-minute ride and I knew what stop to get off at, I would meditate on the train because I knew I had this 30-minute gap and I could do something with my time. I say this because there's a lot of people that come to me and say, oh, they don't have time in their day. I'm like, if I had two jobs traveling back and forth on the train and I found time Mm -hmm. to meditate with myself, you have time. You just don't want to find it. You just don't see it. Okay. Okay. And when I say, when people say, well, I'll speak for myself. When I tell my clients or when I tell people to meditate, it's not necessarily sitting in pretzel you know, saying, oh, namaste. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's what people go to. It's not necessarily that. It's allowing yourself to kind of dissociate in a sense. Yeah. And allowing your thoughts to kind of just pass. You ever dissociate and you just have thoughts that are just passing? You're just like, oh, that's interesting. But you don't dig into that. You kind of just let it go. And you're just like, oh, that was interesting. And then another thought comes by. And you're like, oh, yeah, I haven't thought about that in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in a meditative state because you're allowing your mind to relax. The main thing about meditation is not how you sit. You know, deeper in the realm you go, obviously, there are certain things that you have to start implementing or you want to start implementing, not that you have to. But I like to describe meditation as just finding the peace within all of the chaos that's going on. So it's not saying you're organizing it. It's not saying that you're pushing it out. It's not saying that you're clearing it out. It's just saying, I know that there's chaos, but I'm not going to attach an emotion, a thought, or anything to it i'm simply gonna allow it to pass you can meditate with your eyes open you can be sitting on a park bench at a park people watching okay you know people watching mm-hmm. just you know not listening to music not on your phone just kind of dissociating being to yourself and you can just find yourself like even having epiphanies in these moments because it's like oh my god i never really realized like My thought process has been wrong or I'm seeing a different perspective. It all has to do with allowing your mind to be open without having to control everything that's going on. And I feel like it's the control aspects that people focus on too much. Which is why, like, for me, guided meditations, I can't do. I used to be able to do it, like, you know, in the beginning of my journey. But now they're just too distracting. Because she'll be like, oh, you'll see a waterfall, with some grass. And I don't see a waterfall. I see a lake. And I see the moon. And it's out. And yeah. I start fixating on that. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm taking over. I'm in control, you know? Yeah, and yeah, that's not okay. at all what I want. But it all depends on, like, who you are. But when you're meditating, I don't, me personally, I don't think you have to necessarily be... Quieting your mind, it's just learning how to allow your thoughts pass. See, like with a person like myself,
0: where I do have like ADHD, right? So it's like one minute I'm like, mm-hmm. squirrel. You know. <laughs> you know, where um so I know I noticed know though, for me, mm-hmm. and I've been this this is I've been doing this lately, um, where I catch myself, I'm noticing now that this I am in a meditation state of mind. I didn't know okay. that. I didn't like so what you mentioning as mm-hmm. far as like you can be in certain positions. See, for me, I thought I had to be in you know certain positions and my hands a certain way and etc. Mm-hmm. to meditate. But the reason why, I, like for example, like so for other like for for other people, right, who was like, oh, but how can I get to a state of you know where it's I can quiet down yet it's so loud or whatever. like I there's something that I do now where after like I work out, mm-hmm. I'll go to the bathroom and I put the shower extremely hot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just sit and let the steam like mm-hmm. come to me. Um, I remember when I used to go to the gym a lot, um New York sports. I used to go to the steam room and I always told you steam room is a, it's I'm really big on it is because I, that was my meditation. Okay. I would sit there and just like my mind would just like go off. Sometimes I even caught myself sleeping, like, yeah, but I'm not sleeping, but you know, yeah. So, um, I learned that I learned that it's not necessarily the position, it's not necessarily of the, the guided meditation. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll do. It is a distraction for me as well. Yeah. Because, like you said, the, she would tell me, like, yo, you <laughs> seeing a waterfall? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm seeing motherfucking. <laughs> I'm in New York City right now, sis. Like, what are you talking about? I'm arguing with somebody. <laughs> you know, but nah. <laughs> but it is a distraction for me. So you ha- I feel like with a person, you have to see what's your, um, you know, for me, I had to find what was my piece. Mm -hmm. There's times where my mind would just go off. In a sense, when I say go off, meaning like I'm here but not here, Mm -hmm. and that's when I'm working out. When I'm working out, I just my mind just goes elsewhere. You know, I I'm not. Is it a meditation? I'm not. I'm not sure. Is there such thing as like a physical meditation like that? Like is that?
1: Even a thing or is
0: that like naive
1: or something like? I mean, no, I would say regardless of the actual word like meditation, I think that you are finding peace of mind doing your workouts or anything like that. But really, meditation is just finding a deep relaxation within your mind and your body. It doesn't matter if you're sleeping or awake or intentionally trying to do so. Um, it it all depends on like it varies person to person. Like I said, you know, sometimes people do very well with mm-hmm. just sitting there and whatever and other people don't. And the spiritual journey is subjective. So it doesn't mean that because my journey or my healing or my process or my meditations look like this, that yours has to as well. It doesn't. And gotcha. that's okay. Mm. So it's okay that you can work out and find peace. And when I work out, all I can think of is I can't wait to stop and go home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as far as yoga and stuff, I love yoga. And I find the the peace within that. And I find the silence within that. But, like, you know, actually working out and doing other things, it's just like, no. for mm, me, it's like, I'm ooh. good, you know? But that's <laughs> why we differ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well... Lastly, I want to know, when was the last time you did something for
1: the first time? Oh, I'm getting the infamous question. Yes. When was the last time I did something for the first time? I should have been prepared. Me knowing (laughs) that I was going to be on here, I should have prepared myself. And, like, I know she's going to ask this question. It didn't even occur to me that she will pull this on me. But, you know, next time I'm prepared. If I'm, you know, if I come back. Um me think. The last time I did something for the first time. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Damn, sis. Yeah. <laughs> I think that You know, I think that I'm in my own healing journey. Mm -hmm. And I feel like recently I've been trying my very best to live my authentic self. Okay. You know, and I do feel like when there's things that I don't want to do, I think now for the first time ever in my life, I'm very open about how I don't want to do this and I'm begrudgingly doing it because maybe you asked me to or whomever asked me to. But I don't want to do it. You know, I think that that's a really big step that I haven't done because I'm a people pleaser or used to be. So I think that's something that I haven't done for the, you know, and I'm doing it for the first time is actually speaking up for myself, you know, for my inner child too. That's like, mm. no, I don't want to clean right now. I want to lay down and relax. So, you, you know, was a
0: pushover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> be impeccable with your words. And never take anything personal. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she has like the four agreements off to the side, but I think that I also think like you know I made butter for the first time. When you when did you make butter? I made canna butter. I was in. I was. I was a hand at that canna butter for the first time ever. You know. <gasps> she like you know talk about your endeavor like hello we <laughs> we went and we researched it okay so. It's not that I, I'd never done it before, but the way I did it, it was so, like, not the right way, you know? Okay. So I finally did my research, because, again, we know we love that. And I looked at the right way to make canna butter. And for those of you that know, I love cannabis, whatever it, it is what it is. Yeah. But I know that you're getting into that realm. Yes. And you were asking me about that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of figured it out between the both of us, but you did your thing. Well, I, I, I made um homemade butter. Right, she she made the butter. I period, made,
0: not yo. the can of butter, just the. butter. And at the time, I didn't have a, a whisk, like a electric whisk. Yeah. So I literally was just like,
1: yeah, for yeah. like forty five <laughs> minutes, like like a school project. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like. At one point, my arm was just like, <laughs> I was like, I can't do this anymore, <laughs> you know. But um, I'm proud of myself with that.
1: I'm proud of you too. You and know. And then you
0: helped me with the you with know making the... the rest
1: of it decarbing process yes yes
0: i did research on my end and i had a different process compared to you mm-hmm. but then i realized the re- the research i was um looking up was for oil mm. <laughs>
1: yeah. Interesting. You have, Interesting. To know. <laughs> you have to know everything you know like you have to make sure you're looking at the correct process so she was like, yeah, don't we need, like, a Ziploc bag and <laughs> don't this, we need this and this? And, this, and, this and, that? And, that. and I was like, wait, wait. I was like, where did you find this article? Because I've seen something completely different, and I did it completely different um, when I was younger. But come to find out, she was trying to, like, pull the oil out of it versus yeah. making a butter. Two different processes. Yes. Two. It makes a lot of sense,
0: you know? But we were able to um, make the can of butter. Then we made
1: brownies. Fire. I will say though, when I first took those brownies, she, like, we made it mostly she made it, but like I was there to kind of guide her in that process. And it was like the first time that I did that in a while, which is why I added that. But. Mm-hmm. The first time I ate those brownies, mind you, I'm in the spiritual realm. I'm already clairvoyant. I already see, I already hear. Like, I'm already here. You know what I mean? Like, we're already here. Like, there's (laughs) nothing more to do. Um, I took these edibles because, again, like, I believe in their healing power. And I believe if you take them with intention and whatever the case is, or you want to do it for fun, do it for fun. It doesn't need to be healing, you know? Um, But I took it because I was like, it's been a while and it's homemade, butter and all. I'm going to take it. I'm going to be a little, you know, guinea pig in that sense. First of all, <laughs> I blinked and I was in the whole realm. Like I the spiritual realm was with me. Okay. The veil was not even there. There was no veil. We were just walking with the, with the spirits mm-hmm. and the beings. And I look at her and I see her as like a man. I don't know if her higher self is a man or whatever the case is. But like I seen her as a man, not as a woman. Um and it wasn't like I was dreaming or anything cuz she was literally talking to me and asking me like if I was okay. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> You know? Um yeah, so that was interesting. I also saw like angels surrounding our bed. I was also talking to angels and like that was an interesting process even to go to the bathroom, like the amount of portals and stuff that I seen and the, like it was just crazy. It was just completely and totally crazy, but I feel like it was It was that transformative because I wrote about my whole experience on the edible because it was just, it was a lot. It was beautiful, but it was a lot, okay? (laughs) It wasn't for the normal person. Um, But I think that it was so beautiful because it was made out of love, you know? Uh, Me being put aside, she genuinely really wanted to make sure that everything was made with love and that she knew what she was doing and that they enjoyed whoever took it was enjoying their experience and they could heal with this and everything you know everything so I just feel like I really tapped into that without realizing because that was I remember the next day I was like dude I yeah, have I so remember. much to tell you <laughs> <laughs> I remember you was just like she She came to me she
0: was like you were a whole man <laughs> <laughs> and you even had like but this is not facial the, hair, but this is not the first time. This she, is not the first time. So, obviously, uh, you know, well, not obviously, but obviously. But that's
1: for <laughs> you to disclose, you know. The,
0: I mean, like, um, my higher self, or I have a lot of masculine en- energy, you know, and I feel like many, t- many years, I mean, lifetimes, should I say,
1: you know, I've been a man. Yeah. You're incarnated. Yeah, you know. I, you know. I feel like I've seen this person um, many times, and it really does freak me out because you know what it is, that you're just chilling with your wife and you're watching Ancient Aliens. You know, life is great. You took an edible. You just ate dinner. Like, life is great. And then there's all of a sudden a dude. And you turn around <laughs> and you see this person with facial hair, and I'm not talking about, like, stubble. Like, no, I mean, like, full-on, like, beard, like, Facial hair. It's a lot to take in. You know what I mean? And she's like, "Why? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't think I look cute? And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> what the butter? <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, you know, but that's dope, though. Um, that's dope that, you know, you were able to experience that. Yeah. You know, with me, when it comes to anything I do, you already know how I am. Like, I, my goal is to make sure you have quality yeah and make sure you have good experience so
1: quality over quantity yes is what she says yes sir yes and by sir the way, for everybody that i trolled on the internet yes the person i was having the interview with mm-hmm. is my wife <laughs> okay the one that i have the crush on and i find so hot <laughs> is my wife <laughs>
0: <Booyah>! <laughs> subscribe like <laughs> comment all of that and you already know the vibes man so um, for those who are watching and they want to follow you, mm-hmm. um, where can they find you? All her information will be in the description below as well. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to find her or follow her. But Go ahead, tap so, in.
1: You can call me Spiritual Auntie because I'm Spiritual Auntie on TikTok. Spiritual Titi. Which is funny because a lot of people call me that. You can call me Spiritual Auntie or King. Because King is who I am. But at the end of the day, you can follow me on TikTok, King Clairvoyant underscore. On Instagram is King Clairvoyant underscore as yeah. well. Actually, no, I'm wrong. Can I redo that? TikTok is King underscore clairvoyant. There's a space. And Instagram is King Clairvoyant underscore. Okay. 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 So just you know. Okay. Um, and I don't use any other social media apps, but that's basically how you find me. Oracle Shop. Mm. Oracle O-R-A-C-L-E. S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. Mm -hmm. Or go shop New Jersey. You can Google it. You'll find me. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want spiritual guidance, if you want Reiki, if you want products, you know, you know where it is. And
0: um, I think that's it, right? I want to say thank you to everybody who's been liking, commenting, subscribing. You guys are super dope. Thank you. Love you. Um, You can follow me at henny underscore the artistry show. Like just how it is. On... all platforms pretty much um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, the website, the Live, And you yeah, already know the vibes, man. As your girl, V. Hennyman. We're out. So you rock out with your cocks out, jam out with your clam out. You dig. Wow. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> the, 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 the artistry.
1: Catch us on YouTube,
0: Facebook, or outlets. Follow us.